Bites. Welcome to Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. We're here we, tonight, we prou- or today, depending on when you're listening, who am I to judge? We proudly resent Dead Heat with Treat Williams and Joe Piscobo. Presenting today with Catherine Heller. Her Twitter is SPK Heller, of course. And her podcast is a very good podcast called Tell the Bartender. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. That's a great show. I enjoy it a lot. Thanks very much. Another show I enjoyed because I was on, mostly. <laughs> uh, Mike Kaplan, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me and being on my podcast. At Mike Kaplan, M-Y-Q, of course, spelled like it sounds. <laughs> yep. And his podcast is Hang Out With Me. Yep, with all Qs. <laughs> <laughs> Just put Q in the old Google search. Yep, it's 13 Qs. <laughs> so I had you guys watch uh, Dead Heat. Thank you for watching this movie. We really enjoyed watching it. You're welcome. Yeah, you did. It's a weird movie. Did you remember when it came out, or is this the first time you've heard of it? First time I've heard of it. Uh, sounds, I mean, it sounds familiar. Like, you could have told me, like, oh, yeah, it's this big Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that everybody saw that I wasn't allowed to because I, I wasn't allowed to see like PG-13 movies when I came out. Uh, for when, quality when I came out or why is my mom's, uh, No, for violence. My mom was very anti, like, any, even, like, cartoon violence. Like, my, she didn't let me, the Nintendo uh, Duck Hunt blaster, uh-huh. I got a Nintendo, but she threw that away, so I wasn't allowed to play Duck Hunt, have water guns, watch, like, Batman. I was, like, 13, I was, no, I was, like, 11 when Batman came out, 10 or 11, and I wasn't allowed to see that because it was PG-13 for, you know, punching. Is that why you were throwing pillows at your TV for Duck Hunt? Yes. Yes. That was a weird... My lesson. mom, on the other hand, took me to Dirty Dancing when I was nine. Oh, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even know... My mother took me to everything. I saw 2001 in the theaters Oh, really? Is it I because was a child. She didn't want to get a babysitter and she wanted to see this movie anyway? Yes, yes. My parents took me to movies too, I think, for that same reason. I was reason. like, Mom, what's an abortion? She's like... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was allowed to see sex movies. I was, that was okay. Yeah, that's why I am a nonviolent uh, sex machine now. Mm. <laughs> Hello. Well, it depends who you talk to about the violent part. I am a violent sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sex machines, Joe Piscopo was in this movie. Oh, yeah. He had a, a run, a very, very, albeit short run, of films. And all good films. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his films. What else was he in? He was in Wise Guys, Never directed by Brian, Brian De Palma. Oh, okay. Very funny movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was in Johnny Dangerously with yes, Michael Keaton. That's and he was correct. funny in that, too. Is that movie the same as Hudson Hawk? Not at all. In my head, they are. No, no. Uh, Michael Keaton, and it's like a 1920s kind of oh, that sounds uh, great. comedy, kind of an yeah. airplane-type comedy. Sounds fun. He was great. He had great lines in it, but uh, I don't know. He, he wasn't bad in this film. I would right? say he was great in this movie. He was really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did he did the best he could with what he had in this, I think. I think the two of you, I feel like the two of you guys came out of a time cap. This guy's good. <laughs> History's going to treat Joe Piscopo well. So uh, so him and Treat Williams are 80s cops, mm-hmm. right? And, what is uh, Treat Williams? Like, he's so familiar. Like, I, I know that name and face, but I li- also could not name another thing that he's done. Mm. He's a really good actor that never really took off. He was, But he was in all the Substitute movies. I don't know if you know that. It was kind of like the Substitute was uh, a badass. That sounds right. He'd mm-hmm. come to a school, and it was like Death Wish. Death Wish school. had a school, yeah. Yeah, and he was in like... Not in the first one, but two through eight. I think he was in all those. Uh, but he was always like a good actor that never really took off. He, he wasn't was, as good as Trick Williams. Trick oh. Williams really made it. But, Trick or uh, Treat Williams. <laughs> and then he did a couple of TV series, but he was always like going to be this close to being a star. He looked yeah. like he should be on like Melrose Place or, you know, any, any of those uh, awesome TV shows yeah. that I love. Well, no, he was on uh, Everwood. That was his show. Oh, oh yeah. Right. That sounds that's right. A, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So, but the, it, the 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 CWs Everwood is that fair? Yeah, because they were going for the young kids, so they brought out the fifty year old uh, Treat Williams. But man, in this movie, yeah, they should they should have cast uh, young Treat Williams in Everwood, and it would have really caught on. 
I got to say, first yeah. of all, uh, this is your classic 80s flick. And I got to tell you, I didn't hate it. And by that, I mean it was formulaic in a good way. Like it had the typical like wacky cop and by the book cop and then the one liner guy. And uh, the, uh, the, the boss who was real angry, angry black boss yeah. <laughs> uh, who like chewed them out. And then the rest of the movie never checked in. On, we, never, we never saw him again, but he just had one scene where he yelled at them. The one time they did something like immediately seemed right. right. Like yeah. they, when they dispatched the, you know, he like, these guys aren't getting killed. Let's try to get them in some unconventional way. It's like, you can't do that. You know, and yelled at them for a while. Mm-hmm. But like now I feel like that's the kind of thing that's the, maybe he was like the first guy that established this trope or he was one of many. Oh, I felt it was shoehorned. Like, we need the yelling cop. Like, they went back to yeah. the edit, and they're like, oh, there's no yelling black sergeant in this scene. <laughs> because at the end of that scene, he yells at them, like you said, and then he goes, great job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still angry. Yeah. 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 But I have to yell because it's a trope. It was a good setup, though, because I knew there was more movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, something else is going to happen, right? Yep, yeah. they took care of the two problems right at the beginning, and <laughs> now, now we're done. all set. Now no done. more movie. Yeah. Right, so there's two bank robbers. But they, they established that as some kind of ongoing heist. Yes. And they they get killed. Well, what happens is uh, these guys are robbing this bank, but then the the cops are shooting at the guys, but the guys won't die. I don't know why we're explaining it. Everybody out there has seen this movie, right? right? Uh, <laughs> As you just know, for the boilers. Boiler. Anyway, well, yeah. So that's the that's the opening scene. Is and, that they're in a bank? And then they're in a bank, and then why won't these guys who are robbing the bank die? They've been shot at multiple times. They've been shot. Yeah, yeah like something not just is up. At, yeah, they've been hit mm-hmm. uh-huh. in places where they should die, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they don't die. Yeah. We know something is awry. Yeah. But like they're not zombies. Like but like most zombie movies, if you decapitate them or set them on fire or blow them up, they'll die. Right? Yeah. But as long as you shoot them, they're okay. We also don't know yet that yeah. they're zombies. We just know yeah. they're indestructible humans. Right. Right. And he, t- he uh, they're at a shootout. They're all there. The cops are on one side, and Treat Williams says to the nerdy, probably Jewish guy, <laughs> he's bold, hey, can I take your car? And he's like, oh, please don't. <laughs> and then Treat Williams drives in his car and shoots at them and hits them with the car and yeah. destroys the car. Mike, was he Jewish? You tell us. Uh, Mike, Adam Spiegelman also should know. <laughs> Heller, too, should know. Yeah. Yeah, I have known. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was Jewish. We're all right. Uh, another trope, the nervous Jewish oh, guy in, uh, in the cop film. Oh, that's where Woody Allen got it from, Dead Heat, I think, right? Mm. Again, all things come from Dead Heat. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't have that either. No. After he watched it, he goes, be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you go see a Woody Allen zombie film? Yes. Yeah, of yeah. course. Absolutely. I mean, I would not want to pay for it just because uh, I don't know the ethics behind uh, <laughs> giving Woody Allen money. Good point. But, uh, uh, I feel like I've seen all his crappy movies. Why wouldn't I see a zombie film? Of course. <laughs> I just want to see a bunch of zombies talking over each other nervously. <laughs> How did you die? Mm, I don't know. I'm rich. Mind if I have some of your brains? <laughs> pots welcome to a city of Armageddon. Uh, God, that's a, that's a great, great Woody Allen. And then there would be the hot, uh, misunderstood lady zombie who's much younger 12. than the lead guy. Exactly. But like they, yeah. And she's in love with the oh, old absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Of course she is. I never get that. And also she's his daughter. <laughs> but in, in the movie, there are other tropes in there. It follows every trope except the undead thing is a new angle. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's because in the beginning, it seems like normally if you have two cops paired up, they're mismatched in some way. You know, it's like, you know, another 48 hours, 48 hours, mm-hmm. you know, like, or canine. It's like, one's a human, one's a dog. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. There's always has to, it can't just be two people. People who get along. It's like an uptight one and an out one, a city one and a country one. You I know? was surprised one of them wasn't on their way to retirement. Like one week till <laughs> retirement. You know, I Sergeant think that was the, said that, yeah. the only thing that didn't make any. You know. But so 
so this for this, they start out, they're both, hey, we're both cops and we enjoy each other's company and we do a good job. And then like, well, okay, now I don't, I don't want to get too far ahead of us. But then. Uh, well, they kind of step, they, just like the yelling soldiers, they step on it and they step away. Like Joe Piscopo is dressed like, I'm from Jersey, so it's kind of embarrassing, but a Jersey Guido. Oh, yeah. And then Treat Williams is dressed like a, a preppy. Oh, yeah, upscale. Right? Up, upscale yeah. With, a, with a tie and everything. And he says to Piscopo, I didn't know we were going undercover. I thought we were playing clothes. Oh, yeah. To explain why they're dressed drastically different. Yeah. And undercover is what? Yeah. As a mechanic? As a, Pisco, a cast of grease? Yeah, he's Pisco's wearing the uh, high-waisted mom parachute jeans, as I like to call them. I don't know yes. the actual term for it, but no, it's very it. 80s dude. But, yeah, but they were jeans. like, we don't like, we don't want to have this movie be any longer than 80, 83 minutes. So like, there's, <laughs> we have to just really get in, hit the points, and get out. You think it was another network note? Like, I don't know why they're dressed differently. Yeah. All right, we'll fix that. Don't worry, we'll fix that post. We'll re- Get the black sergeant back in. He'll explain it. <laughs> and you're dressed like you're undercover. It might be casual Friday, gentlemen, but let me tell you something. <laughs> that would be a great way to do it. Oh, God. Yeah, so the unstoppable guys were stopped, and then uh, they went and investigated. Is that, uh, am I skipping things? Yeah, so a weird thing, they go to the coroner's office. Right. So, of course, Treat Williams has a relationship with the coroner, which has also been done a lot. Mm-hmm. Becky. Well, Becky. Right. They were going at it, and now the relationship's dead. So she shows him that not only has this guy been dead before, but he's been open up. Oh, yeah. He had an autopsy. He had, like, stitches. And then that her boss comes in and is like, you must have just screwed up. That guy was alive the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of blows it off weirdly. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Uh, you- so to be fair, he was dead, but he hadn't had an autopsy yet, but he'd had one, like, previously before he died to explain. Yeah. So that's what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy, you, you must have done an autopsy on a live man. Right, right. And right. then he got up and left, and we, he got shot a bunch, and then hit with a car, and now, and, court, now and he's back. dead. Right. Yeah. Now he's dead. Yeah. 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 No, that, that makes sense. And so that like, was fishy. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then he walks off. Again, Punky Brewster's dad or the guy from uh, Police Academy. You don't trust the guy from Police Academy to be a cop. Or Punky Brewster's dad. Or Punky Brewster's dad, yeah. That guy is a weirdo. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I'll take you in. (laughs) You and your little dog, too. (laughs) But they go investigate. Yeah. How did they get to that place? How did they get there? I don't remember. Yeah, how did he know where to go? Maybe uh, they found a business card. I'm making oh, this yeah. up. Oh, yeah, there was a, yeah, that sounds right. There was a business card in the guy's pocket. So they're like, oh, this place. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm it says, it, yeah. The card said, if found dead, go here. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what, exactly. That's right. Yeah, so they, they found a place of business, uh, and they came in, and so there's, like, another lady. So they're oh. like, oh, now now tension. Who, who's, which is the leading lady? You know, which... I thought she was going to be Joe Piscopo's girl. Yeah, it seemed like there's two guys, there two girls. There was tension, yeah. There was, right? Our, I don't want to, you know, telegraph our favorite scene when the ladies met, but uh, that's oh, that was our favorite fun to talk about. Yeah. What was the blonde woman's name? Just blonde lady? Uh, blonde yeah, lady. blonde lady. Shoulder pad to blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. They call her out to come out and talk to these two She's cops. She's the PR person. Definitely suspicious. And then the, the uh, receptionist was a little flaky, too. Mm-hmm. Right? He was reading the paper so intently he had no idea a guy was in front of him. Because they don't, they don't expect people to come in, actually. It's sort of like it was a front. Yeah. And you think there'd be more security there, too. And there really wasn't, besides <laughs> that guy reading the paper. I mean, well, ultimately, everybody did have guns, it seemed like. Wow, we found out later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a, what, so what were you saying? Joe Piscopo starts yeah, looking so around. Yeah, so he starts sniffing around, and it says, what? you know, authorized personnel only. So he takes his, what is he? He takes a badge or a visitor's pass and flips oh, it around yeah, yeah, yeah. to the metal part, puts it inside of the, the card slot, and it sparks, and the door opens. I did not know that's how you break into things. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. If you have something that's high security. All you do is you need a paper clip, just stick it in, and the whole thing and will Joe burn up. Piscopo. And he also gets away from the two of them from the from the tour by saying, "I have to go to the little boys' room." Mm. 
that worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that. yeah. That these people who are trying to cover up suspicious things yeah. are like, well, this police officer, surely he's just going to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like little rascal <laughs> investigation. You, you should have peed before you left the station. Okay, fine. Oh, right. Go, Miss Bo. <laughs> Down the hall to the left. Or go right if you want. Just don't go left. Whatever you do, do not go into I'll the I'll turn this whole evil empire around. Okay. <laughs> All right. No big deal. So yeah, what is he? He goes in this big room that they say don't go into. Yeah, and he, oh, and then there's a uh, a covered like a covered in canvas or some some bag full of a human sized thing on a weird platform, and so he unzips the bag. Oh yeah, this, yeah, this he unzips is... the bag, and then this you know ugly face, you know this mutant like creature wakes up and then starts attacking him because. It's like a rooster, like it was asleep when it when it had a bag over its head. Right. right. But then it's like, oh, you know, like who disturbs yeah. me? Any kind of light. Yeah, like a can- canary. Or yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So then they yeah they start fighting, and so it, it's clear this is a thing like the people maybe like a first a first trial run at uh, mutation whatever it was yeah and so they the- don't go back into it they don't say like oh we were trying to make mutant humans. I thought he looked cool, by the way. Did yeah. you guys like him? The faceless guy? Yeah, or the very, guy with the very long mouth or something? Yeah, it was like he'd been shot or something. He they was, did a good job. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. did a pretty good job with the um, special effects. You, you go into shit on the film, like, oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie was good. That's all right. So, yeah, so they're, so they're fighting, fighting yeah. and the guy that it's inhuman strength. It's it's a super strong thing. Joe Piscopo's trying everything, shooting it, punching it, takes uh, the the fire extinguisher because that always works. He should have tried work. sticking his badge in backwards. That uh, would have done the whole then movie. He would have sparked and then be like, <laughs> we found their weakness. <laughs> <laughs> it's my badge. It took a long time for them to figure out that he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, and then we're watching it, and Mike goes, oh, look, that sign says asphyxiation room. And I was like, that's not true. That can't possibly be true. Oh, right, no, Right next true. door. And, and right I was like, door. asphyxiation room. Maybe we'll, maybe he'll throw that guy in there. That yeah, did, maybe you could have done that. that did, but did it, did, that did not happen. Mm. They, there were some surprises in this movie. I didn't know exactly. I didn't hadn't read about what the movie was. Uh-huh. Uh, but so, I mean, are, is this jumping ahead then? Tree uh-huh. Williams, he's around, and he... Uh, well, is, they hear they hear commotion. Yeah, right. And then they see that Joe Piscopo has not gone to the bathroom, and then people start pulling out <laughs> guns, and there's sort of like a firefight. And then Tree Williams ends up in the asphyxiation room. Yeah. Door closes. We see you know a uh, uh, figure. Yeah, mysterious figure. Only we see the hand hitting buttons that mm. then make the air go out of that room. Uh, I think but we, the puppy was safe. Yeah, there was a puppy there was outside a puppy. the room. That, that was a room to kill puppies. We right. learned. Why are they killing puppies in this we place? We didn't. Well, they don't. Just to explain why there was an. Why is there an asphyxiation room? We need an asphyxiation room, probably for puppies. Okay. <laughs> All right. That and the sauna will be next week. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was a weird thing to have asphyxiation. Right. I mean, yeah. And the glove. The hand had a glove, so you couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. Exactly. Or oh yeah. Got a fan and, of the paradise. And they couldn't check for fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. And it's they didn't just, know what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was from another movie. Yeah. It just and it was just totally weird. unrelated. That guy was just. It was cold out that day. He's like, do I have to take my gloves off for this scene? <laughs> no, no, no. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, just hit it. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't even the guy who turns out to be the bad guy. Maybe it was just the guy who happened to be there. Like the editor. Again, they needed a cut. <laughs> I, and they just like, Let's yeah, put you a have the wrong cover hand, color hands. Hey. <laughs> Tyrone, who will was, you do this? It was the <laughs> sergeant. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> want to make him An think. Asian man named Tyrone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Asian. Yeah. Tyrone Wong. <laughs> yes, it's, it's all good. Tyrone so Wong. He, yeah. he dies and they put him on this machine that makes him come back alive. Well, so Trent Williams dies. Right. Yeah. So Joe Piscopo is really sad. And he's sad. And Becky comes back. Right? Uh-huh. Isn't it Becky? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah the, the brown brunette. The yeah. coroner comes and and they she's like, what happened? And they're still in this place. And she finds like a notebook. Somebody finds like some file folder that explains what the machine is. And they're like, oh, this is a machine that brings people 
back to life right. when they're dead. Which why don't we do that? Essentially, is done on a Commodore sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, back then that was high tech. <laughs> it was very yeah. high tech. You could do anything with a Commodore sixty four. He's like, let's get it. Save this Cubert game. Go to ten. <laughs> Go to ten. Twenty. Print life. Yes. Yeah. Realize. So yeah, they put him where the big mutant had been before, uh-huh. uh, and they make lightning come out of the machine into his body. Lightning is, and we should harness this in real life. Apparently, how you make things come alive. Yep. I mean, yeah, of course, of course. What I liked about the machine, though, is very specific. They were, like, asking questions, typing it. How did they die? (laughs) And she, like, types in type of death, asphyxiation room, and it was like, got it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Got it. Got it. The most common of our deaths. (laughs) If asphyxiation room, go to 50. Or let's take a break. Ginny, do you like podcasts? I love podcasts. Do you like live podcasts? Yes. Well, that's great because in New York, in in January 11th through 12th, there's the New York Podfest. Keith, have you heard of this New York Podfest? I am going to... Keith and the girls going to be in it? Yeah. Janine, are you a big fan of uh, Hang Out With Me, of Eddie Pepitone? All those things, yes. I'm a huge fan. Okay, great. What about Tell Your Friends with Liam McEnany? Yeah, that's great. What about spending your time at a bar? Do you enjoy that? Yeah, with friends. And what's your favorite podcast? Is it... Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I don't want to interrupt okay. you. But anyway, you can, yes, so you can buy tickets at, you know, you can buy tickets? Where? We're going to have a Hold on, I'll tell you. Listen, she's all over the place, Keith. It's ridiculous. You can go to proudlyresents.com slash live NYC for tickets for Proudly Resents. And then also where to get the other shows. Who really cares? Right, Janine? Right. I mean, that's how I feel. Uh, whatever. I okay, great. Care. Okay, good. So January 11th through 12th and January 11th at 4 p.m. is the Proudly Resents show. And Keith, when is your show? Uh, so That's great. Janine, I'll, I'll see you later. Thanks for coming. Back to the show. Yeah, so um, they bring Treat Williams back to life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, uh, how long was I out? And they're like, hold, hold on. <laughs> like, you are There's not going to believe a this. whole situation. Wait a second. He's like, I was in Everwood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I now? What are, what, Wait a who, minute. How? This movie? Can I call my agent? <laughs> yeah. How did I not become Jack Nicholson? <laughs> like, he was going to be Robert Redford. I mean, that guy was on his way. He was good looking. Yeah, but no? Mm-hmm. Not in my opinion, but okay. I mean, he's not a bad looking dude. Right. He, young Treat Williams is better looking than old Robert Redford. This is true. So are a lot of people. Oh, Robert Redford. Oh, you guys fucking shit on old Robert Redford. He's happy to be looking the way he is now. because he Guy's was on a boat. He could not uh, He could not get a second free when he was young and good looking. Mm-hmm. But now he can sit back now he's that he's ha- holding wrinkled. I, I, read, I read an interview where he said he's happy to be wrinkled now because people leave him alone. It's great. Oh, really? I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard. Life <laughs> is hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Leave Catherine alone, oh, everyone. Attention. Oh, Catherine, what about me? It's fucking... Uh, leave Adam everyone. alone. Everyone, I'll just... Leave us all alone. It's enough already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so Treat they, Williams now awake, so they alive tell again. Him you were dead. Yeah. And he goes, I remember being in the asphyxiation room, and I guess I passed out. <laughs> and he's like, Wait, I'm, I died in the asphyxiation room. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Sweet. He, did he say something like, he's like, I was headed towards like some sort of bright light. He did. And yeah. then I woke up here. So now he's going to, he's unstoppable, and they set up the rules, right? Of, right. So somehow somebody knew, okay, uh-huh. you were brought back to life. How did the coroner know? She knew, I've seen this before. You only have 12 hours to re. And before you turn into it was a pile in, of goo. In the documentation, I think uh-huh. there, there were like, there were five, you know, okay, I, I wasn't, there were papers there I didn't pay attention that, that explained, yeah. they're like, uh-oh, you only have 12 hours to live. And he's like, well, the most important, and she's like, we can, 
we can help, like, try to figure out a way to prolong this with, you know, science. I'm a scientist. I can help you. He's like, no, I think more important to do first is track down my killer. All yep. right. This is how much this guy hated commitment. Because mm. she left him because he didn't want commitment. She's like, I can make you live longer. He's like, oh, uh, you know, listen, I don't know. I got things going on. I have a dog at home. And, you know, maybe, I don't know, you know whatever. Look, uh, I could die. If I, if I go your way, look, if I go my way, I get potential revenge on my killer. And I, then I stop existing. Yeah. If I go your way, what, I live way longer and have more time to find my killer? I don't think so. No. Yeah. And then I got to get married. And then I married, and then then set of dates. And, you know, you know uh, maybe it's not such a... Yeah. Got some kids, your uh, career's over. Yeah, I had a good life. I yeah, nice and you're run. fucking the nanny. 12 hours is, 12 hours is plenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How hot is our nanny going to be in the future? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love about that is normally in those movies, like, you know, they, they turn to the partner and say, avenge my death. So uh-huh. if I were him, I would have been like... Turning to Joe Piscopo saying, avenge my death. I'm going to go to the yeah. brothel and get some pussy. Yeah, yeah. Or I die. Yeah, get to live longer. Or I get yeah, to live longer. Yeah, one of those. Whatever. <laughs> More pussy at the brothel. <laughs> Uh, but so now, finally, now we have the live cop and dead cop, so they're not the same anymore. But he doesn't look so as dead as you kind of want him to be. No, no, he doesn't look dead at all. Not yet. Towards the end, not yet, but wouldn't that be cooler? It's a movie to have, like, a zombie-looking cop and then... Well, then we wouldn't have gotten the great payoff of the scene where he was pale and had to go to the pharmacy to get lady lipstick. <laughs> yeah. That was and then put on <laughs> lipstick... And they made some gay oh, yeah. jokes. Yeah, he got uh, he yeah he was pale in the face so because he, he's dead. Right. Uh, well, and he wasn't really pale. No, I mean, he looked fine. They, you only know he's pale because he says he's, he's pale. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. look at him, he's not pale, and then he buys red lipstick. Yeah, I love how the makeup department is like, we can't make him pale, or we only can do either powder or lipstick. Choose one, and they're like, yeah. the lipstick's funnier. Gay jokes. And then they do, yeah. They and again, it's they they have a wide or a aerial shot of them driving, and you hear Joe Piscopo making gay jokes. Yes. So it's like again, they had to add him later. And at the end of the film, those gay jokes come back up big time. Yeah, that that's a key it was plot the climax point. of the movie. <laughs> I don't want to give anything serious. away. No, we can jump around. It, it's yeah. seriously like a big part of the film was the rosebud of this movie. Yeah, is the gay joke? Is the gay joke? Yeah, yeah it's really bizarre. More like rosebud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd high five you, but I'm gay. Rise, I, I like gay yeah. people. Thank How you. dare you, Michael? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's Cassie. Uh, okay, I'm sorry to imply that all gay people have butts. <laughs> Thank you. You heard that? Is that enough? Guys, stop protesting. <laughs> oh, they walked away from the window. Oh, good. Now we can keep going with the movie. So, it, yes. Yeah, he puts the lipstick on, and no one really realizes that there's lipstick. And then there's. A, what did you think of the scene? They go to a Chinese restaurant, <sighs> and they. Oh no! Inexplicably yeah. make all the Chinese food. Come, My come least favorite part of the movie. Why is that? I mean, just like logic, like <sighs> that. So they, they had another machine like the one there. It was also a chandelier. Yeah, it was a. It was smaller. And it was just in the kitchen, and so there's like you know a dead pig and dead chicken wings and like duck heads, yeah. And like then the lightning, the they they followed a clue to be like, oh, there's and some another business yeah, I don't card. I know how them, they knew to go yeah, there, but like, yeah. oh, this guy, there's somebody's name. In we'll a find, Chinese restaurant. Yeah, so they they talked to a the silent, you know. Oh wait, we're skipping a big part though. What's that? They went to the the blonde lady's house. Is that they? And, did that, that? and they brought her with, correct? Isn't that how they oh, knew? Oh, the, the PR lady. Yeah. For some reason, she's the only person. She's they the only person to. who knew, and she goes, "Well, uh, there's one guy who made deliveries for something for my father or something. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? Yeah. And then she brings him we there. We see a is video that, of Vincent right? Price. What the fuck is Vincent Price oh. doing in this movie? Oh yeah, making some money. Making some money. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He was also not bothered much at that point in his career. No. No. So yeah, we see a video. She says, "My father," and yeah. he's talking. So you know something ghoulish is happening. Vincent yeah. Price yeah. is involved. Yeah, so they so she leads them to the Chinese place 
where the food they the guy the guy that they're looking for turns on the machine and it all the dead animals in his kitchen attack because that's the, the what dogs happens. hanging from the thing it should be scarier what didn't you like about it? It was too just long, physically or? gross, and it was too long. It just was like, we we're, get it. We're vegan. You are now. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess here's the, I guess the question. I mean, here's the, the, lo- the rules of what happens when you're dead or when you can be brought back. Like, we eventually find out later. Like, obviously, the sooner, they said, the sooner that you are brought back, the more of your brain you will have. Right. So I, I get, but then la- later, we see somebody brought back you know, later, like, you know, t- after too long, they're like, his brain won't work. So he'll be totally susceptible to me telling him to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joe so, Piscopo yeah. dies for a while. They treat him like a zombie. Mm-hmm. You will do what I say, my bidding. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a like a hypnotized, like, but that doesn't, I mean, and so with, with the animals, like, why yeah. does every, I guess, why does everything, like, Treat Williams comes back and isn't, you know, doesn't want to kill everybody. No. Because his brain works. But these animals come back and they just want to kill everybody. Like, that that's not. Yeah, they want to attack everybody. But also the best part, though, is, you know, you think it's all over. So finally, after t- a 20, 25, maybe half hour of this scene, it yeah. really did go on for quite some time. And it it's was a, It's long. a short yeah. movie. It was long. Um, it, they're like, oh, done, we're safe. But then you see this door, this freezer door start to, like, bust open. And we're like, uh-oh. And out comes this gigantic cow, cow carcass. yeah. Without, without a, head. a head. Yeah. And yeah. oh, my goodness, that was difficult. And it was like wrestling with them, and that yeah. was really weird. It seemed like a great idea because cows are really peaceful. But then Treat yeah. used his new newfound uh, in you know superhuman strength to push the cow off of Joe. Mm. That was that where it ended up, I think. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that was yeah. It was and then how do you kill those things? How do you get out of they, that situation? Burned them or At, something? Yeah, I I don't remember. Uh. At one point, okay. Here's the thing that here's another thing I, that I did not care for. Uh, treat gets you know uh, sliced a little bit, and they're like, "Oh my god, you know you're you're bleeding." He's like, "Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't hurt." When you apparently like, they don't blood doesn't come out. Like mm-hmm. that blood doesn't Some kind of flow anymore. Thing. Like his his heart doesn't beat. Every like they're like, you need your brain to be in working order, but like blood doesn't go to it to power it. It's mm-hmm. like it it is magic in some way. Like at least uh-huh. like on The Walking Dead, uh, or like the their brain powers them. So you put a thing through their brain, and they're done. Uh, eventually, like you know, the one of the bad guys, the guy who explained, oh, if the brain has been not active for a while, then it won't be active when they come back to life. And then he gets shot through the head, and then brought back to life, and he seems fine. It doesn't yeah. look like he's been shot. There was a lot of yeah inconsistencies with the what's going on. Yeah, they didn't really care about logic in this film. Yeah, and the, about- the, well, another thing is, as uh, at the end, we realized what, one of the reasons they're doing it, but the other reason, which is, uh, they they get these people to rob banks for them because they're mm. indestructible. So that's also so they're doing two things: they're they're making life go on forever, and they're also robbing banks. And it's also it's like a <laughs> conspiracy of rich people. I mean, like Vincent Price is sort of the head of the conspiracy. Turns yeah. out right. he is. Old, well, that's old rich real. white people. Yeah, I mean, that's he, real. Oh, yeah. That's a real thing. I mean, come on, <laughs> Wait a conspiracy second. of white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rich oh, that's, white people. That's true. I shouldn't tell you guys, but this is real. <laughs> this is what. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he he comes out and is talking to a bunch of other rich white people at their secret meeting, and is like, "I if you give me half of your money, then uh, we'll be able to live forever and make a lot more money. And poor people don't deserve to live, and rich people do." Could you imagine just walking through a place like the Soho Club or something that's really fancy, and you walk through and you open the door, and there's like a Vincent Price of old people? And <laughs> yeah. Listen, this is how you live forever. I'm sorry, wrong word. You laugh, but why do so many rich people get wings donated to hospitals? Because the only thing, you can buy everything but health. That is the closest thing rich people can have to getting the first, per, the first care when it is a relative gets sick. So they say, we will give you a cancer word if you treat my sister first or my mother first. Yeah, or in so, the future. It, so it is kind of true. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. It's a way to buy life. There yeah. you go. When you said wing, I pictured the, those wings coming uh-huh. to life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just a plate of chicken wings. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I donated a plate of chicken wings to the hospital. <laughs> that didn't work? Wings. New wings for the you. hospital. Yeah. You should do that. That's so funny. <laughs> Donate some wings to the Hey, I hear, did you hear who gave uh, new, new wings to the hospital? Yeah. And Catherine Heller did. <laughs> Catherine Heller wing right here. They yeah, were spicy. You put that in blue. If yeah, only we weren't vegan. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, the blue cheese wing. Yeah. The blue cheese wing. Uh, the I donated a wing, wing to this ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Okay. Mike's back. <laughs> He's alive. His brain is working. Now, would you recommend this movie to other people? Yes. It was fun to watch. I mean... We did have the ad. It felt like, you know, we had a purpose in doing it because we wanted to come here to talk uh, about it. But yeah, it's like, yeah, if you could certainly spend 83 minutes worse. Yeah. Three it, things I liked about this movie. Go ahead. It moved quickly. That was number one. Number two, the scene where the two ladies met. Oh, oh yeah. Talk about this. Oh, my God. Okay. The so, coroner and the lady from the. the PR lady. So yeah. Becky and the blonde, as I like to call them. So mm-hmm. there's the brunette and the blonde. And for no reason at all, when they met, because they had to figure out how to save everyone, the two women just hated each other. There was no like the the blonde was the blonde who was rude to the brunette first. She was yeah. she was like, oh, what's she doing here? Like she knows who this and person is. And then she is. goes, I'm a coroner, and she goes, well, oh yeah, and isn't that spe- <laughs> like isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah, a lady co- like a your she was like you're a coroner, and then like, the coroner's like, oh yeah, well what do you do? And they're like, ladies, please. And then if you watch <laughs> that scene again, I, I did only watch it once, but the blonde lady doesn't have any more lines after that. But watch her in the background in the soft focus because the director was giving her direction of just seethe, arms <laughs> crossed, go. <laughs> it was amazing. It's I watched, like I watched a, her. To imagine the backstory required to contextualize that and have it make sense. Because you know they went to Yale and like their method. Is that what it, no, but back to, they went to Yale together, the two characters. <laughs> most, most likely. One went to become yeah. a coroner yeah. and worked for the city, and the other one went private. And she's like, you're a sellout. And she's like, well, screw you. You're never going to make any money because you work for the city. And once they saw each other, they're like, ah! Uh, I'm yeah. wearing those shoulder pads. No, you're yeah. wearing my shoulder yeah. pads. Old blood, newly heated. It had to be, like, there's no way they just met for the first time right. and yes. had this intense, jealous, yeah. like, catty lady. Like, oh, my God. Like, I, I'm sure that a woman wrote this movie, but uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, well, like, that's the way most women are when we meet each other. We just hate each other. Yeah, right nice. away. I don't, Absolutely. I don't introduce you to any ladies. Nope, not at no, all. No, no, Only no. one in the room right now. Yeah. Anyway, the third thing I know yes. I said three things I know people are following at home is uh, the Piscopo one-liners that ended most of the scenes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like after the pool fight, when uh, the Treat Williams is in the pool and he's like, "How'd you hold your breath that long?" And he's like, "I just was able to." He's like, "Can you teach my girlfriend that?" Yeah. And there'd be this great <laughs> pause. Because I like to get my dick sucked underwater. Is that what you're I didn't yeah. get it. I'm I didn't get like, it. Yeah, what are you implying? <laughs> Do you know? Oh, so th- then there was the scene where we, we find out about the PR lady, that she is also mm. a, a dead zombie. person. Yeah. Uh, but that she had been living longer because there was a way. She had, she was, in exchange for working at the place and keeping it a secret, she wasn't really Vincent Price's kid. She was a test subject, and employee. So she had this medication. But now she's, like, acting against them, so she doesn't have her medication. So she, like, then, as soon as she tells him that, Starts like melting, her jaw falls off. It is gross. Mm. Decent effects for yeah. a little for then, and yeah. I, I was like, oh my! And then we're like, oh my god, is that what's going to happen to to treat Williams? And nope, nope he he dies. He, he like he disintegrates much slower, if at all. That was weird the way they disappeared. I felt like once she admitted to treat Williams that she was against them, she was a zombie. I didn't even realize it was medication. I felt like they just turned a switch. So. Okay, possible. I, I don't know. It just seemed weird. She's like. 
they know somehow that not. Well, she just gotten me. out of the shower because that's what you do. And uh, she was yeah, in her no bathroom stomach. naked. She's like, oh, my hand's disintegrating. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, come in here. Or he came in and yeah, her hand was like fine. And then she was like, look. And then it was purple. <laughs> and then it was black. And then it fe- like went it to the rest gone. of her body. And then her head fell off. That's yeah. how I want to go. Is that how you want to go? Yeah. Would you guys be uh, brought back to life to find your killer? No. I mean, I would, I'd like to be brought back. If I could get brought back, like, treat style, but then I would definitely, uh, I'd, I'd listen to Sleep the lady. The yeah, I'd be like, hey, yeah. why don't you help me live longer? I would put it on my friends to avenge my death or whatever. Or not. Or does, just yeah. peace and love. I don't care. They also did not explain why, like, freak strength accompanied coming back to life. Oh, yeah. Or why oh. Joe Pisco acted like a special needs child. Like, <laughs> he's a cop. So should we get to that part? <laughs> yeah, it was just so bizarre. He was so dumb. I yeah. feel so bad for the guy. Yeah, so he dies horribly. He's drowned in a fish tank or something. Oh, they find him upside down? Oh, upside yeah. Upside down. Like, what? Why? How? When? Yeah. 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 That was out of the blue and out of, like, definitely there's no trope for that. Like, no. that was out of formula. That was yeah. the first and the last. And actually, yeah. I was su- I was honestly surprised to find out that the PR lady was a dead person. That was mm. a That was a twist that got me. I knew she was more than just a PR yeah, yeah. person. Well, but. it seemed it, – it was weird It was weird to me that, like, she was, like, wor- like going around with them and being, like, friendly and seeming like she was on their side. It was, like, one of those James Bond girls type situations where you're like, oh, wait, one, either she's going to die or she's going to try to kill him or – sex scene. Yeah, one – you know, she's definitely going to have sex with him, but so in this one she didn't. She didn't have sex with anybody. That, you know what? There were no uh, love or sex scenes. No. That's true. They had to get right to business. Weird. Yeah. You know why you didn't think she was one of those zombies? Because she looked nothing like them. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, they did nothing to show that she was. Yeah. So they gave you no reason to think that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she looked great. She looked great for a dead person. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She looked, maybe the coroner was just jealous. Oh, yeah. Maybe the coroner knew. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy. Like, when some the henchmen, the zombie henchmen that got sent after them, like, look, all, looked like disintegrating. You know, like yeah. they were on their way out. So, like, why? I mean, I guess maybe they were promised, like, if you get them quick, then come back. It's like, we'll, and we'll give you the treatments that will make you not, like, unless, or they Why didn't. else would you take this job? Yeah. Well, I got to be honest. Maybe there's not a lot of jobs for the undead. You look through the paper after a while, they left that part out. Or I guess maybe, my bet, they could have just been, their brains were gone and they were just ordered to do it and that's what happens. Except for the bromance love between Treat and Joe Piscopo that allowed Joe to break the programming. How did he break the programming? He recruited the gay joke about the lipstick. Yeah, he brought up what a homophobe the other guy Yeah, he's like, remember you said it brings out your eyes. Was that (laughs) it? Yes. Yeah, that was the line. it, it brings was, out your eyes. That's me <laughs> overdoing a lisp. Oh my god, that's right. I totally yeah. So <laughs> so well, the way well Joe Pisco originally was like it brings out your eyes, and then <laughs> Street Williams at the end says it right. He yeah, yeah yeah he does he does a Joe Pisco doing a gay voice. Yeah, but you're right. He is he acts very um, robotic at the uh-huh. end. Joe Piscopo is like must kill. You know like yeah. I don't forget what his line is. Well that, well you're you're a new zombie like you don't know what you're supposed to do. Must yeah. kill. I've seen this before. Uh. <laughs> you learn the ropes. There's mistakes we've all made. Rookie. rookie yeah, mistakes. rookie mistakes. Yeah. Rookie zombie yeah. mistakes. <laughs> I wrote down zombie biker. Anyone know why I wrote that? Anyone? Uh, I mean, what do you guys think about the zombie biker part? <laughs> Because he steals a, <laughs> he stole a bike, right? Did, was he riding a bike at one point he, down a hill? He uh, rode down the ambulance down the hill, and then he stole a cop's bike. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we're getting yeah. there. To go we're back, there. back. Oh, we go. We're back. Up we're back. the hill to yeah. go oh, yeah. to the corner. Oh, yeah, there, was, there was that scene where he, like, yeah, he 
like flips an ambulance uh-huh. uh, at, for some reason. He's like trying. Yeah. I forget what he was. To escape from the bad guys, he flips an ambulance to get out. And it, of, it uh, blows up. But yeah. and so then he's like half. He's he looks like the Terminator at that point. That's yeah. pretty cool scene. Like yeah, half like his face was instead of half robot, just half like melted zombie flesh. Uh, and the, it really it was very. That movie came out after the Terminator. They definitely were like, mm. let's try to get a Terminator looking scene in there. Um, worked. And worked. and so then they. He gets uh, zipped up in a bag because he is dead, and then he comes out of the bag, and and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "It's okay, I'm a cop." And then he and then he t- the first, he, first he asks for the gu- other cop's gun. The cop oh. goes, "Oh, well, if you're a cop, of course you can have my gun." <laughs> yeah, gives yeah. gives the zombie a gun, and oh. then the zombie takes the motorcycle. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, cop, right, cop, hey, cop before anything else, before dead, before zombie, yeah, even before it. bros. Yeah, really cops good. before bros, before deads, before <laughs> hoes. <laughs> I don't think you guys ever wear shirts. Uh, uh, I wear, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, first of all. I wear a shirt sometimes. It's hard. Yeah, sometimes. Well, you should try it. You should buy these shirts. I don't understand. You can buy them online. What shirts? What, what kind of t-shirts? Like funny t-shirts, Star Wars t-shirts. Okay. I'm sold. SNL t-shirts. Yeah. Any kind of t-shirt you want. Budweiser. The one you're wearing now, you can buy that one. You could have bought that online. Probably the same price. But you could buy that one at all posters or at proudlyresents.com slash B-U-Y buy t-shirts. Okay, this one I got for free. Would it be the same price? Yeah, yeah, it might be a little better. Okay. Not not as good. (laughs) If you actually want to buy a shirt, how many shirts do you wear a day that you get for free? Probably a lot of them. Uh, every per day, yeah. I mean, no more, more, no more than like two or three. Two yeah. or three per day, <laughs> three yeah, shirts. Yeah, yeah. But it's true, guys wear shirts that they kind of get. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. They find I mean, this yeah. one. I requested this one has Mitch Hedberg on it. I uh, see. Did you get it from Mitch Hedberg? No, he uh, he wasn't. He. I mean, maybe if he's a uh, zombie Mitch Hedberg behind. Uh, I saw him shirt. live. He, he was great. I, he's I, gonna I, be. He's gonna be on Marin's podcast. Zombie, zombie Mitch Hedberg. Hedberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I believe his time. name is Mitch Deadberg. Fantastic. Wow. Again, the guy is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm on this link right now. and the whole, Oh, my goodness. The shirt I'm wearing now is half the price. What? How'd that happen? That's unbelievable. My, my friend told me, my friend asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. I said, no, because I'm dead and I don't eat anything. But maybe I'll have a friend who want one later. So, yeah. <laughs> he is great. That's from uh, Zombie Mitch Hedberg or Mitch Deadberg. Yeah, Mitch, uh, not all together. Yeah. That's his album. That's amazing. Not all together. Mike can't stop. You can listen to more of that on Hang Out With Me. You can. And tell the bartender. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for doing the show. This is Proudly Resents. ProudlyResents.com. Go to our website to find older episodes or go to uh, iTunes. Where can people find newer episodes? Newer episodes, you can find them right here in the same place. <laughs> I tried to put them both. I don't know if I have space. <laughs> subscribe, you'll get one. We'll send one to your phone every week. <laughs> and we'll also, if you sign up for the mailing list, we'll send you show notes including how to find people and stuff we've talked about. And if we can get the movie for free, we'll have a link to that. Or if you're buying the movie, we'll put it to our Amazon link. This one was on Netflix. Dead and Heat. On Netflix. Recommended. You get that. Mm-hmm. And you get Netflix for free by going to prowlersense.com slash Netflix. <laughs> get it for a month. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, thank guys. Thank you. Right. Appreciate it. Adam, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview. Um... Meditation.
was nice. Yeah. 